Ah, uh, Bob, being dinosaurs is life, isn't it? Sure is, Bob. Oh, man, I can't believe how great it is being a dinosaur. I mean, we got... Uh, look at all this great lands that are around us, and all the trees, and all the dinosaurs, and man, doesn't get any better than this. No, Bob, I don't think it does. Oh, man. We've been friends for years now, you know? Yeah, we've been friends our whole lives, Bob. Yeah, pretty much there, Bob, now. I'm getting kind of hungry. What about you? Yeah, me too. Hey, look, there's a nice plot of green grass over there. Yeah, we can go get a What? Wait, wait, wait. It's lunchtime and you... Yeah, green grass. That's what we eat for lunch. <laughs> That's why you were the funniest one in high school. No, no, we, we eat meat. Remember, we eat other dinosaurs. <gasps> I got to get believe What did like you that. say? We're meat eaters, right? What? We're meat eaters. We must eat other dinosaurs in order to survive and keep going on. That's how we get Bob. our substances. Bob, please tell me you're not a meat eater. Uh, I you know that I'm a vegetarian dinosaur. Whoa, 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 no, no, you're not. My best friend is not a hippie. What did you call me? You're a hippie if you just eat... Pl- Listen, Bob. Tell me what you eat during the day. Grass. Oh, gosh. Some leaves from the trees. <laughs> I protect neither of the meat <laughs> or the whatever else. <laughs> if my arms weren't so short, I'd smack you right now. You're a murderer. Oh, you know what's murder? Oh, your values being pushed upon me. I don't even know you anymore. Who oh. are you? You disgust me. Go eat another dinosaur like a real dinosaur, man. I'm just going to go blow some bubbles. Well, you do that, I'm going to go listen to my favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast? Yeah, you know what it's called? Retro Blist! Welcome to a, another beautiful, soul-cleansing episode of Retro Bliss. Coming to you live from the Retro Bliss Studios. Retro Bliss Studios here in the Great Valley of Silicon? Silicon? I think it's in California. Oh yeah, we're not in California? No, not at all. We're pretty either. much as far away from California as you can be. Yeah, okay, very cool. much so. Uh, but, you know, where we record from... Of course, it's a great studio. This is the only podcast, Trevor. Mm-hmm. The only podcast in which is weekly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to list these things that we are. We're the yeah. only ones that we're weekly. Right. Uh, we're retro gaming. Right. Uh, based. And uh, there's two hosts. Uh-huh. Uh, they've been friends for a long time. Uh-huh. And they record in a certain area. Right. Every week. We're the only podcast that uh, hits every single one of those boxes. In this certain area, correct? In this certain area, right, yeah. 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 And I dare you to tell me I'm wrong. That's impressive. I'm daring you to tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. No, but I'm right. You're here. You're here with me. Oh, you're right. You're right. Goodness gracious. Yeah, this joke never gets old. No, we'll do it forever. Now, let's get all the... Let's just get done. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me, Johnny Townsend, on my Instagram, johnnyism28. It's where I put my art and whatever dumb jokes that probably only I laugh at, according to the iTunes reviews. Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Not the iTunes reviews for this show. 
<laughs> oh, please rate, review, and subscribe to this show. Uh, write us reviews, especially that helps get our show out there. And literally, we've said this before. We've said it a million times. You can put on that review that you'd rather, uh, you know, hug a porcupine than listen to Johnny talk. As long as you give me five stars, I don't care. I want to go and say now, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we will publicly thank you for it. We'll Which, read it. We'll re- read the review. We'll read the whole review. Yeah. And so if it says really terrible things about us. We'll still read it. As long as it's five star, we're still going to read it. Yeah. So. You can say the worst despicable things. We'll still read it as long as it's five stars. And you know, I mean, being read on the air really means something. Yeah. I mean. Think of all the fame and fortune you can have. Yeah. I mean, look how great it's done for us. It's our show. I mean, I'm practically retired already. Yeah. You ate pizza rolls today out of your yeah. car. <laughs> you can't do real now. <laughs> so, all right. Now let's, okay. Uh, <laughs> where can they find stuff about this show, Trevor? Well, we're pretty much on everything. Uh, we do have a Twitter, and we have a Facebook page, uh-huh. and we also have an Instagram. Which is where the party's at. Right. Instagram is where it's happening right now. And uh, Retro Blist. Just look for us. Yeah, you'll find us in all those places. And also, what's the network we're on? The network. The Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network. Ooh, I've heard of it. The Back Issues Comic Book Podcast is the flagship podcast. Eh. But there's, you know, what does flagship mean anyways, really? It means the main one. That's the one everybody goes for. I mean, I would say really terrible things about it, but uh, Chris yeah. does kind of, you know, produce our shows. So. Yeah, so we're kind of, he has his spot around his finger, really, so we'll have to say it's great. Even as long as he doesn't do. know what we really think, we're good. Look, Chris, we'll give your podcast five-star reviews, no matter what we write into the review. <laughs> right, exactly. So, yeah, check Actually, that out. Great. If you like comic book stuff, it's, it is yeah, a Yeah, it's a podcast. fun podcast, yeah. I'm kidding. Now, you know, and also History Creeps, which is my other podcast, which honestly gets raved. Uh, four to five star reviews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we joked about this before. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Depending on your uh, your sense of humor, which, you know, I want to say now, humor is very subjective. It's subjective <laughs> for So Johnny's other podcast that he does with Chris, which I really enjoy, and I'm not just saying that, it's called History Creeps, and they cover all kinds of stuff from history with a creepy slant. But, uh, and all the reviews have been really positive, but this one guy left a review. Basically, it boiled down to I love the show, but I'm only giving it four stars because Johnny's not funny. No, really what it was, he had it at five stars, but he had to take away that one star because I'm on the show. Right. You were the sole reason for losing a star. (laughs) But I'll take it. Four is better than three. So the joke's on that guy. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Now, Trevor, tell the kids, uh, the ladies and the gentlemen's exactly what game we're diving into today. Episode 21 of Virtual Blessed is going to be about... Lucky number 21 is about Bubble Bubble. Bubble Bubble! That is the funnest name to say. It really is. Bubble 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 Bubble. That's a great song you just made up. Bye. I really need to know how to pronounce this correctly. <coughs> Tato. Tato. Well, I already made a Tato chip joke before. Right, we've already so done What was the joke. game that they did before that we covered? I believe we mentioned their name in the Mystic Fighter episode. I can't remember I how they were tired. Right. They were tied to that game some. They might have been a publisher. I know we said a name before because I yeah. made that same joke. Anyways. Four stars. <laughs> That's what we do. Four stars. Three stars because we repeat ourselves. Yeah. But you're uh, giving us five. But give us five. Again, <laughs> the review we want, not the review we deserve. <laughs> so, yeah. Tato Tato, 1988 for the NES. Actually came out 1986 for an arcade game. This oh, probably makes well. this one of the older games we've covered. Yeah, by far. And it shows. But we'll get to that. Right. I mean, it's... I mean, Retro Bliss, this is the kind of game that uh, you should be expecting more of, because it's, you know, 1988, it's retro. We like to keep the 
the people on their toes, Trevor. Right. They don't know what's going to come from us every week. I mean, if you want more Berenstein Bears and, and uh, Beauty and the Beast, like last week, you know, we can bring that too. Yeah, we bring it all. Yeah. But, um, yeah, now, I mean, do you have any... Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, what are, growing up, since this game came out in 86 in arcade, like you said, right? Right. And then a couple years later on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yep. Do you have any experiences before owning the game now with this game? Because I have none. I never even heard of it until you brought it up. Right. I actually do have experience with the characters, Bub and Bob, who are the adorable dinosaurs we'll be talking about, but not from this game. And I'm not going to tell you the name of that game, because that's going to happen later in the Bliss Quiz. Oh, wow. I'm um, actually very excited about yeah. this. So these characters appeared in another game. So, and yeah, like, I, I love okay. these characters because of another game they appeared in. But, um, no, I've not had this game, honestly, but maybe a couple years. And I have very little experience with it until today. Okay. Which is a shame, really. So let's let's bullet down. This is the first puzzler, really, that we've covered. And I'm yeah. using puzzler loosely because yeah, even though it is a puzzle game at its core... Right. It's very different from any other puzzle games I've played. It's a very action-centered puzzle game. Yeah. The closest thing that I could think of, and it's probably because of dinosaurs, would be uh, Trog. I don't know if you, right. Which you, is one of my favorite games growing up. And, uh, I mean, that's one of my mom absolutely loves. So yeah. that's a game anybody can play like. But it's a puzzle game, too. Right. And but they're very different. Maybe Bomberman, even. Yeah, you that's know, a good one. Yeah. I would say, yeah, it's about as much of a puzzle game as Bomberman is. Yeah, yeah. So, what is this game, Trevor? So, this game, you play as... Well, first of all, one of the coolest things is you can play two-player, simultaneously, co-op. One of you is Bub and one is Bob. They're blue and green dinosaurs. They're adorable. Yeah, your tail is constantly away. Right. (laughs) But what you're doing is you're you're moving around, uh, you're jumping, and of course, hence the name Bubble Bobble, you're blowing bubbles out of your mouth. (laughs) And these bubbles... Likely that's where they come from. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You know, unless they've eaten a lot of leafy green vegetables. Yeah, who knows? But um, Yeah, you blow these bubbles, and you try to capture enemies in them, and then you knock the enemies out. So the really the whole point of the game is just to clear the screen of enemies. Right. But where the puzzle part comes in is if you really want to get a high score, you need to create chain reactions and knock out a bunch of enemies at once. There's all so, kinds of power-ups and stuff that happen in so the game. So many power-ups. Uh, the bubbles have so many uses. The different levels affect the bubbles differently. Like each level has its own gravity, sort of, or yeah. airflow for the bubbles. Like sometimes when the bubble hits a wall, it actually go up, and sometimes it actually come back at you. Right. Uh, you can actually use your bubbles to jump up. Right. And get to higher places, which right. we figured out later when you looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's very much, yeah, maybe Dig Dug, Bomberman. When I say puzzle game, when we say puzzle game, think along those lines. Yeah. It's very action-centered. But um, yeah, you're so you're trying to rack up high scores um, by knocking out a bunch of enemies at once. The more enemies you clear at one time, the better fruit they drop, and fruit is more points. Yeah, there's all kinds of power or diamonds ups. even or diamonds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, letters will appear sometimes, and if you which we never able to do this, but when you spell what extend. is extend, extend what you, ex- you extend your life, you, okay. get, another you life. get another life. Yeah, which we were never able to do. Right, and um, yeah, it's one of those games we're probably just going to talk about our feelings playing and stuff because it's super simple yeah like i was really torn on how to describe this game because really there's not a lot there but yet there's a lot there it really is i mean it's dirt simple when you start playing it then you're like oh so that's how i you know we were only able to create create chain reactions a couple times and that's something you're supposed to do constantly yeah so that tells me we have a long way to go oh yeah but you know we're not getting to the scores yet but uh, this is one I wanted to keep playing. Right, yeah, there's, might as well not have that fact. 
there's a hundred levels in this game, and each level is just a single screen. You like not Pac-Man or something like that. We made it to forty. We made it to forty, which obviously they started getting harder. Probably about what twenty-five or so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it'll take us a long time before we get to level hundred. But I also felt the game is set up in a way in which if you love it, you're able to keep playing it. It really is. It's it's I really believe despite coming out in 1988. So especially such a sh- stark contrast to the game we played last week, which makes it hard on you to continue playing the yeah. the Beauty and the Beast game. Yeah. Cuz this one it would be about impossible to beat all 100 levels if you just got a couple of lives and then you were reset completely. Oh, yeah, for sure. But instead, if you want to keep playing, you can continue from the start of that level. Yeah. And you get a very simple, like, five-digit password. So let's say you really, you know, you and a buddy have been playing for a while and you make it to level 50. It gives you a little simple password. You write that down and you can start from there, even if you turn the game off. Yeah. Let's say you got something to do. You got to go right. somewhere. Not, not that we ever would, but yeah, some people do. It's, it's a great save feature in a way. It really is. I mean... It's, it's it's made to be addictive. It's it's like um, and this isn't a slam on the game because I'm not really into cell phone games. But you know, modern games like on Facebook and cell phones, they're designed to make it easy to keep playing. Yeah, this game was ahead of its time. It really did that. Yeah, and it's sure. one of its best features. But this one, you don't have to like pay money to get extra things. Right. What you see is what you get. Right. And I loved it. Honestly, I'm just gonna go ahead and go yeah. ahead and say that we're not hiding it. We we had a fun time with this. We game. played 40 levels of it. We're yeah, idiots. it tells you we something. Didn't yeah, at this point, and the man, the two player. I will say I played it just a little bit before single player, and it was super fun then. But it really shines as a two player game. Yeah, I only played it two player, so that's gonna be where my review and all that comes right. from as a two player. Now, let's go and talk about the graphics. Okay, this game came out in 86 to 80, uh, 88, around in that era, and it shows it. We'll right. be honest. We're going to knock it when it needs to be knocked. And it's not really his fault. It's just when it came out. Very. There's nothing ugly about this game. But it's no. very simple looking. Yes. Very, very simple. Uh, it's like. Uh, there's still a lot there to it. Some of the enemies get really hard. There's different enemies. Like there's ghosts. And there's uh, flying things. <laughs> yeah. There's like springy things. Yeah. And, but yeah. There are a lot of different enemies. I think probably the reason it had to look so simple. Well, 88. I mean, that's one of the reasons. Yeah. But also, there's a lot going on on the screen. Oh, there really is. I mean, there might be six to eight enemies, and between the two of us, probably 15 bubbles at a time. Yeah. There's a limit to the number of bubbles. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but... I don't think I ever reached it, though. It's a lot. of stuff on the screen. Yeah. But yeah, the, the levels themselves are almost like Pac-Man in their simplicity. Yeah. They're, they're Every level is pretty much like a box, but there's different things in the box. <laughs> right. Sense. So, like, you might have def- ledges, you might have... Like nooks and crannies, the enemies can hide in. Some of the levels they spell out things like yeah. SOS or one level was popcorn. Yeah, one said popcorn, and it looked like a pan with popcorn in it. One of the levels looked like one of the characters, right? And like the first, I remember the first time one of the enemies was introduced, the level layout looked like that enemy. Do you remember the game? Did you ever? Uh, I think you played it. Pixel. It's like a puzzle game, oh, but uh, you're like building the Picross. Picross, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the game. Is so cool. Yeah, that's what the the. Levels yeah. reminded me of. That's, yeah, that's a good point. I finished a uh, pit cross uh, level. Right. Yeah, I would almost say like... But you played on it instead of creating it. Yeah. I would almost... I don't know when pit cross originally came out, but I would almost say maybe this game inspired maybe pit cross even. I could I mean, imagine. I, and I love pit cross. That's one of my absolute favorite Oh, that's a great games. game, yeah. But yeah, so... So we're not... We can't... It's hard for me to destroy the game on its looks, but compared to other games we've played, which is almost not fair because it's when this game came out, but it doesn't look as good as, like, Mario. Yeah, I would say 
But that's but, not really a slam on it because I can still tell what everything was on the screen. Well, I, I mean, personally, I kind of wish that the backgrounds weren't so simple looking, but I really think there would have been crazy slowdown if they had added a bunch of... I mean, it's the NES. It's 1988. Yeah. I think for smoothness and for gameplay and to have a bunch of stuff going on at one time, that made the game look super simple. I have to agree. Now, where I am going to slam it, and again, it's probably just from when it came out, is the music. Oh, come on. The song at first, when I first heard it, I was like, this song is great. I love this song. But then when I heard it for the 40th time, because that's the only song that plays, <laughs> I was done with it. <laughs> right. I totally understand that, because except for maybe, I don't know. I don't know if there's other songs that ever play. There's pretty much just one song. Yeah. But I love the song. No, it's a great it's, song. It's I'm like, not knocking the song. I can take it. I, like, I love Mario Brothers songs. You know, the songs but there's are, more than one song, yeah. There's more than one. And if I heard that same one over and over again, no matter if I loved it, right. I would get tired of it. I think I think you raise a good point because this game has 100 levels. I don't really think you're meant to beat it all in one setting. I don't think so either. We played 40 levels of it. <laughs> and so, realistically, if we weren't trying to maybe play more for the show, or honestly, we're just kind of addicted to it. Yeah. If we sat down and played 10, 15 levels at a time, I don't think it would be as grating. But right, yeah. there is still just one song. But I will say, like, it's it was less... I think it's because it was two of us playing. Yeah. It didn't bother me near as much. Yeah. I, I just It was just enough for me to notice it, because it's the same thing over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. Again. If I were going to rate this song on its own, like, as one song in a game, I, I, I loved it. I'd be like nine and a half out of ten. Oh, I can't go that high. I did like it, though. But there's only one song, so that would obviously bring yeah. this music score way down. <laughs> okay, let's rate the soundtrack real quick. What do you give it? All right. This one song soundtrack <laughs> is super addicting. I mean, for 8-bit hardware, I love this song. I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. The song, I give an 8. The soundtrack, I give a 2 because I heard it again and again and again. You know, it's like I always give this analogy. I love mashed potatoes, right? Mashed potatoes yeah. are a great food. But if I had mashed potatoes every single freaking night, I'm going to want something different. I'm going to want some uh, corn or something for once. <laughs> Way to branch out. Yeah. Mashed potatoes and corn. All That's what I do. Yeah. I'm in the South. <laughs> I mean, we're we're open-minded people here. So oh, very open-minded. So I'll just say that. Ask me about my politics. <laughs> I mean, just respectfully. I mean, you're completely wrong. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. But that's the unbiased way to put it. Yeah, I know. I like it. No, but. <laughs> no, I mean, I did love the song. But yeah, I mean, keep that in mind. If you're the kind of person that. If you're really listening to the song intently, it might drive you crazy because there is just one song. This is the kind of game to me that I could play but have like other music playing in the background. Yeah, I'd have to play about 10 levels to hear the song. And no, then I, I could, get it. I, and it then turn like it I'm, off. It sounds right. like I'm dissing the song. I'm not. The song no, itself no, is good. That's not the problem. The problem is I hear it again and again and again and again. No, that's what I'm saying. I'd, I'd play about 10 levels, yeah. then I'd turn something yeah. else on. The song itself is honestly good. I like the song. Yeah. So, but man, <laughs> so you just once you play it for yourself for about two hours and hear the same song over and over, you can decide who you agree with. <laughs> but, uh, is there anything else about the game you want to bring up? Yeah, um, well, I mean, I guess this is sort of back to graphics, but I love the, I love the character designs of Bub and Bob. I do, I do too. Like even the little tails wag. Yeah, there's. I mean, I'm not. I don't know a good way to put this, so I'm just going to not say it. <laughs> I just think they're adorable, and I'm not like somebody that phones over adorable characters usually. He does usually. But, I mean, I'm slobbering because they're so cute. Yeah. But yeah, Bub and Bob are great characters, and they were created in this game. You got to clean up after this. Uh, and then the designs are cool. So despite the simplistic backgrounds, I actually like the presentation. Yeah, the character design itself I really, I really enjoyed. Right. So 
Um, it, was, it was very original, yet I could still tell it was Blue Bond Source. I, I loved, as far as gameplay, I loved how it ramped up. Oh, yeah. Like, the first 20 so or so levels really weren't that hard. Now, if you're going for a high score, maybe they're all hard, yeah. but just to beat the first 20 or so levels weren't that bad. So, even let's say you're playing with a spouse or a kid or something, and they're not big gamers. You probably got 20 to 30 levels you can play through without getting super frustrated. Yeah. And then it gets a little more hardcore, but, you know... I would say we're at level forty. It probably just keeps getting harder and harder from here. Yeah, I would. But, I would suspect that. But yeah, so I love the rampant difficulty. I love the super easy password system. So you can start right where you left off. To me, that just gives this game legs that most NES games did not have. Yeah, it gives you two really cute dinosaur adorable legs. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, um, and that song you get to hear a hundred times if you play hundred levels. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean. Oh, well, before we move totally on past the gameplay and everything, I didn't write down all the items and things, but we should talk a little more about, I mean, the the way the scoring works and just how many items there are, because it's crazy. Oh, yeah, you showed me a list of all the items, and I couldn't believe it. I mean, there's everything from every kind of fruit and vegetable you can imagine to ice cream, shoes and computers and ice cream cones. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff just gives you points, but like the shoes make you run faster. Yeah. Actually, this part did remind me of Bomberman. The lightning bolts do stuff. The fire does right. stuff. And all this did remind me of Bomberman a little bit. Yeah. So, like, your shoes make you run faster. The lightning bolt knocks out enemies. Uh, the fire drops below you. And sets things on fire. Right. There's water that kind of makes a drain system that clears out enemies. Yeah. None of the items are actually all that easy to use correctly, though. They're they're not, like, automatic gimmies. Yeah, each, use- di- each one's different. Like, the lightning one, for example... Whichever way you hit it, it's going to go the opposite direction of how yeah. you're looking. So you really have to think about it. But also, all these items are in bubbles themselves, so you can actually, like the lightning and the firework, and you can jump on them as you could your yeah. own bubbles and just set them off wherever you needed to. So yeah, you had mentioned that you can you can use your bubbles as weapons, but also as platforms to jump. Yeah. And the way that works, just a pro tip for you, which is actually not a pro tip, it's probably the first page in the instruction manual. But, but we didn't have that. Right, so if you just jump on a bubble, it, it pops. But if you keep holding the jump button... You keep hopping on it, and it won't blow up. Yeah. So that's how you. And honestly, use that. when we found that out, that just opened the game for me. Oh yeah. I mean, I liked it at first, but once I fig- once you found that out, and we figured that out, I I just love the game. And it is simple. I mean, I don't want to make it seem like it's something that's not, but it kind of made me realize, oh, there's there's a lot going on here, really, because like you can shoot, you know, half a dozen bubbles up, and then if you pop the last one, it creates a chain reaction, and then pops enemies. Just like that's one of the ways you can create a chain reaction, and that's more points that way too. Right, it's a lot more points, yeah. and they drop diamonds and stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's, I think it's got a lot going on for how simple it is. Now, I also think, man, I don't know. This is just like I'm putting the game down. I'm trying to be fair with it, but the game we played before this was so frustrating and made us so mad that any, <laughs> almost the game was at least halfway decent. It'd be a, a you know, like fresh air being breathed into our bodies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I think Bubble Bobble is the kind of game that is fresh air. Yeah. And compared to that horrible beast game we played. <laughs> horrible, yes. horrible beast game. Yeah. This game was the beauty by comparison. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so is that all you got before we get to our actual review of it? I think so. I mean, it's it's just one you need to check out. It's simple. Yeah, so, Trevor, how many adorable dinosaurs would you give this game? Oh. Hmm. You know what? I kind of like what I did last week where I started out with a certain score and then it was modified. So puzzle games aren't really like my favorite genre, although there's a few I really like. Genre. 
genre. Yeah. There's a few I really like. Because I'm more about beating a level and beating a game than I am about high scores. I can get into the high scores, but my tendency is not necessarily to do that. So just like on a surface level. Which is how you get to know me. You're right. I mean, that's still how I know you on a surface level. <laughs> I mean, this might be like a 6 out of 10 on a surface level. Yeah. Then. All right, so that's your score. So let me get to mine. Nope. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to drag this on for 20 minutes. Okay. Now then <laughs> you add in. Just the breeziness of it, the fact that you can start right where you left off, I cannot overstress how cool that makes this game. That just, uh, accessibility, bumps it to a 7.5 for me. And then the cute factor and just charm of it bumps it to an 8. And is that where it stays? Mm. The song is amazing, but there's only one, so I'm going to say that doesn't really overall affect my rating. Mm. Uh, What's it going to be, ladies and gentlemen? You know what? The two-player mode is so awesome. It really is. Um, I'm going to have to go 8.5. I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. This game's got legs, because I want to play it again Two, now. It's got eight and a half eight. adorable dinosaur legs. It's got eight adorable little Bub and Bob babies, <laughs> and then half a baby, unfortunately. <laughs> But. I'm going to agree with everything you just said. Uh, I really liked it. I had a blast doing it. The game itself was fun. I personally like a lot of puzzler games. Some I don't like, but some I really do. Mm-hmm. I can really get into them if they're well done. And this one's well done. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to, if they just brought this out again and just updated the graphics and stuff, Yeah, I, I would download it today because of how much fun it is. The gameplay is very fun. I really love the fact that we could both play at the same time. That really adds to its value mm-hmm. for me. So I'm going to give this... And I am going to knock it down because I heard the song so much. <laughs> Despite the fact that I liked it, I'm going to give it uh, 7.8 uh, Adorable Dinosaurs. 7.8 Adorable Dinosaurs. I know because your score was so high, it makes me sound like I'm hating it. No, but I truly love this game. I really no. liked it a lot. It's a new, it was like a, a a treasure for you to bring this game out, especially compared to the other one. Right. But the fact that it was, I never seen it or heard of it before, and I ended up really liking it, really set yeah. it apart for me. And we did, I mean, for transparency's sake, we did record this episode on the same day as the Beauty and the Beast episode. Yeah, we tried not to do that, but we had to for, yeah. for reasons coming we, up. We want to keep it weekly, so that's what we did this time. And it was just a breath of fresh air. And that's how I would describe this game. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast, I said it was death. You said, you said playing this game was death or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and this yep. game was like a breath of fresh air. Yeah. There's not in day. <laughs> yeah, bubbles of oxygen. Yeah. So this I told you that this game proves that just because if a game looks good doesn't mean it's as good. Because right. Beauty and the Beast looks much better than this game. Right. Beauty and the Beast has a lot more going on, that's for sure. But I would play this game over Beauty and the Beast any day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Timeless gameplay is just... doesn't age. That's right. All right, now, Trevor, you know, it, it comes that time again when we got to take a moment for our sponsor. Yeah. And, of course, our sponsor this week is somebody what's well, a product that we truly believe in. All right. You know, I, I was having a certain issue, a health issue, and yeah. I used this product. Yeah. And it was like, I'm a new man. Now, this with this product, I was able to go out into the world, and not only were girls just like throwing themselves at me, I mean, attractive women, I mean, overly, ridiculously attractive women were like, hey, there's that guy, he has that thing there, and that makes him really attractive for me, and I was like, wow. And then for some weird reason, I had a hot rod car, too. Wow, you just had a, a hot rod all of a sudden? Because of this product. And I have a house at the beach now because of this product. It's pretty amazing. So uh, yeah. take a moment, listen to this. 
we'll thank us afterwards. I was at this house, right? Mm. In this scary house. Oh, there's like a ghost and all kinds of scary stuff happened. It was haunted. What? So haunted. Like tons of people. Just get this, buddy. Tons what? of people like died there and such. Wait, come on now. You talking about Amityville? What? <laughs> what what's Amityville? You know the Amityville story, the house about that the kid that shot his family up. They tried to say it was all demented demons and, and crap like that. What? What? Whoa, whoa. Dad just heard this show about it, all about it. You ain't heard about that podcast called History Creeps? No, what's a History Creep? History Creeps is a podcast about all them crazy weird things that be going down in history. Two guys be doing it pretty good. You just copying that story. I ain't heard that before. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know I gotta go see and listen to this podcast that you're talking about. Check it out, History Creeps. I get it on my iTunes all the time. But I only have a stitcher. Is that okay? I guess. I don't know about your stitches. I don't know what you be cutting up. But just listen to that history creep. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Okay, I'm getting on it just right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, push some more wood in that fire. Oh, here we go. Now, aren't you glad that that just happened, Trevor? Man, that was cool. Oh, man. Now, remember that. Next time you want a hot rod or an attractive uh, a boyfriend or girlfriend, whatever you're into, whoever you are, and... If you want a cool car and an awesome house at the beach. Right. You need that product that was just advertised. Yeah. Now, Trevor, it's time for everybody's favorite uh, part of the show. That, of course, is... The, the Bliss, Bliss Quiz. I always hate to surprise you. I love it, though. But I went to eBay. Oh, man. <laughs> this is a treat for me because I never, ever, 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 ever seen you do this. First, I have good news. Okay, great. I love good news. There was, on the NES, a Bubble Wobble 2. Whoa, really? Seriously? Yep. I have bad news. Oh, no. Since it's on my eBay game, that gives you an idea of the pricing for it. Yeah. So, my question... Oh, no. And I'm not... You always accuse me of looking for the highest priced item, which may or may not be true. <laughs> what is the cheapest loose cart only copy of Bubble Bubble 2 that I found on eBay? Is it for the Nintendo? For well? the Nintendo Entertainment System. The cheapest cartridge. I didn't know there was a sequel, but I kind of want to play it. But your question's scaring me a little right. bit. Oh, man. Cheapest one. 60 bucks. And I feel like it's way too high. The cheapest cart only. $350. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Is it? Can you tell me this? Is it just because it's rare? Is it rare? Apparently, it's very rare. Uh, the most expensive was five hundred fifty dollars, and yeah, that wasn't gracious. even sealed. That was yeah. That's. Do you insane. know how much? Do you know how much the one that you have goes for? Well, actually, yeah, I was going to mention that. So, I believe I paid about twenty bucks, yeah. which is more than I like to pay for an NES game. But I knew I loved Bob and Bob already, and I knew I had a good reputation, and I think it goes for twenty to twenty five dollars. So I'm going to ask you, what do you think about that? Would you tell people to go out and get it? I think it's good enough, especially if you want to play it with friends or stuff. 20 bucks. I paid 20 bucks for games that are much worse. Oh, yeah. That, that's my opinion. You just just get it. I mean, I bought... Beauty and the Beast was 4 bucks. 
but I would rather have this than five copies of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Any day. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a fair comparison, though. It's really not. Yeah. Just, yeah, get it. I'd rather have this than like 20 copies of uh, Uncanny X Men. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right. Ready? Yep. Now, Trevor, I'm going to present to you a scenario, and your choices will lead to either great things for you and me or bad things for you and me. Okay. Okay. First part of our scenario. Here's our setting. You and I are tiny, adorable dinosaurs. No. But we're in trouble. Uh-oh. Our food source is vanishing before our eyes. The bath soap? Yes. <laughs> now, in our panic and our screams, because we think we're going to die, we somehow discover that we can spit bubbles out of our mouths. Oh. What's the first thing we do with this information? <laughs> Your answer will dictate where we go from here. So no choices, huh? Nope. Open-ended. I think probably the first thing I would do would be much like our friends Bub and Bob. I would look for a little cute squirrel or something running down the street, and I would blow a bubble on it and make it float away. Okay. So that's the first thing you do? Yeah. All right. So you've caught this, this squirrel in a bubble. Yeah. And first we're playing volleyball with it because we're, we're dumb. Yeah. But then we discover, purely by, ac- by accident, that we can actually jump on them. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use this squirrel in a bubble to find out where all our food source is going. So we're, oh. our adventure has begun. Cool. Hopping on a squirrel in a bubble. I knew that was the right choice. Yep. Good choice. Well, your second question is, now this I alluded to earlier, what other game are Bub and Bob famous for? Oh, I really want to know this. Is it Bub and Bob and Buster Rhymes Beat and Bop? Goodness, that's, wow, how you even said that correctly is amazing. Again, that's Bub and Bob and Buster Rhymes Beat and Bop. Mm-hmm. Bust a Move or Jurassic Park? <laughs> uh, Bust a Move. That's correct. Bust a Move is also called Puzzle Bobble in Japan, and it is one of those puzzle games that I absolutely adore. It's... You might have seen it before. There's games that have ripped it off. It's There's marbles all over the screen, all kinds of colored marbles. And you have like an arrow that you can move left and right. And you shoot marbles. And if you get light colored marbles, they explode. Okay. But you, the arc of the marble and stuff, it's just it's just a blast. So if you've not played it, I have the Super Nintendo version. We're going to have to play it. All right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right, Trevor. We're, we're hopping on the squirrel. We are. In the bubble. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Mm-hmm. A gang of ghosts. Thanks for called a bunch of ghosts. A gang, yeah, of of ghosts. Pop our squirrel bubble. Oh no! Sending us falling to the ground. So we start to panic. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then I remembered that since we can spit out bubbles and capture things, we should do that to these ghosts. Hmm. So we do that. We've captured now. Capture these ghosts and bubbles. What do we do with those? Ghost trapped bubbles. Bubble trapped ghosts. Okay, so here's another tie-in to the to our friends Bub and Bob. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, popping them and getting rid of them, we need to gather them all into one area and try not to pop them, but gather them all in one area. And then we'll, like, shoot a string of bubbles out, and I'll tell you, go, and that's when you pop the last bubble. Okay. And it'll create a chain reaction like a dynamite string. Wait, fuse, there's the word. Yeah. 
And it'll blow up all the ghosts at once. Okay. And we'll get massive fruit. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> your idea is brilliant. There okay. was no fruit, sadly. It was oh. all just diamonds and stuff. Okay. But, luckily, this massive explosion that you caused blew this huge hole in this mountain. And then we looked inside that hole, and we see this amazing, green, incredible valley. Think land, have you ever seen Land Before Time? Yeah. You know where they showed up and saw all the... The, the land that they had finally gotten to had a river running down it, all yeah. kinds of green and stuff. Okay, we see that before our eyes. Whoa. All right. That's cool. your next one. Well, your final question is actually about the end boss for this game. So after 100 levels, you face a boss called Grumple Gromit. Okay. I hope I read that right. <laughs> um... My question. Sounds like a McDonald's character. Yeah, Grumple Grumble. Oh, yeah. Would you like fries with that? Yeah. <laughs> so, my question for you is what is his Japanese name? Oh, man. So, the original name for Grumple Gromit was Senior Suds, <laughs> Papa Bubble, or Super Drunk. Okay, I'm. Man, there's no way it's Super Drunk, but I want to say Super Drunk. So, I want to go with Super Drunk. So, Senior Suds was made up. This is what I love the most, by the way. Papa Bubble, which, by the way, I'm kind of proud of that. You get it? Papa mm-hmm. Bubble? Yeah. Papa Bubble. bubble. I'm yeah. with you. Papa Bubble. You should be proud. Which means you were right. Super drunk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which is an amazing name for a final boss. It really is. I like it. Now, Trevor, as I said before, we blew the hole in the mountain, and then before us is this great, amazing green valley. We're the first two dinosaurs there, so everything is just for us at the moment. Uh-huh. What's the first thing you do? Do you high-five me, or do you run into the valley eating the first plant you see? Well, I'm hungry. I'm not going to waste time. So I'm actually going to push you over so I'll get a little extra time, and I'm going to go eat the first thing I see. Okay. So this is what happens. You eat the first plant, the first one right in front of your face. Yeah. And, oh, man, it's so delicious. It's amazing. Uh It's really, really good. But then you start breaking out in hives. Oh, no. You start itching. Then your throat closes off. Oh, no. It was poisonous. Oh. But lucky for you, my uh, daddy dinosaur had taught me how to uh, use an EpiPen. <laughs> so Papa Bubble taught you how to use an EpiPen. Yeah. EpiPen. And Papa Bubble taught me how to use an EpiPen. And I saved your life, right? Oh, man. So then like, we're sitting there and we go, oh, man, that was so close. I'm so glad. And it's not... It takes you weeks and weeks to recover. <laughs> Finally, you get your strength. Uh, you know, you're you can lift yourself up. I've been uh, healing you. I've been bringing you, you know, non-poisonous food. <laughs> you're getting better and better. And we talk about the time. As soon as you get better, we're going to go running across the field. And we're going to play all kinds of dinosaur games. So that mm-hmm. day comes. We're so happy. We're jumping up for joy. Oh man, we can't believe it's finally here. And then a meteor comes and kills us all. <laughs> the end. That is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm crying down to tears. Well, at least we went out together. My tears come up as bubbles, though. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible thing to happen. <laughs> if you cried bubbles, then that'd be horrible. Everybody knows why I'm crying. I'm in the bathroom stall and bubbles are coming out of the stall. <laughs> okay. That's too much information. Yeah. T-M-I. Tear yeah. bubbles. Oh. Did you cry when you got to the... Let's let's examine this statement you just made. I think this episode needs to end. No, <laughs> I'm a little like loopy. No, I'm... This is why we don't record two episodes in one day. <laughs> oh, we want to thank you guys for listening to yet another beautiful episode 21. Can you believe it's 21. 21? 
episodes. I didn't think we'd make it that long. I thought we'd make it to two at the most. That's. I mean, I want to thank both our listeners for for sticking with us yeah. for twenty one episodes. And that's us. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody else is listening, then you're just extra. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We do the show just for us, really. Yeah, I mean, we could care less, except we actually really do care. If you listen, yeah, five stars, iTunes review. Yeah, the review that we want, not the review we deserve. Exactly. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us out for ex- uh, next episode, episode twenty-two, which <laughs> I've heard is going to be—I I don't know what it's going to be yet. It's probably going to be better than the last two. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah, you're probably—I nah, don't know. Hey, listen anyway. If you feel like it. And if you had a choice between. Blame bubbles out of your eyelids, or listen to the episode twenty-two that we don't even know what it is yet. What would you choose? It depends if those bubbles capture little creatures. No, they don't. Oh, I'm gonna listen to the next episode then. Good choice. Yeah, I was afraid you were gonna choose the bubbles.